Hey guys, welcome back to Real Talk with Angela Bless. And of course, I'm your host, Angela Bless. Yay. So I'm going to try to get through this um, podcast um, topic uh, because it's thundering and lightning. It feels really good outside. Earlier it was like hot. I'm like, God, you have to give me another car. I can't keep driving in tea. I'm sweating, you know, almost snatched my hair out of my head. It was just horrible, horrible scene. It almost became a crime scene. <laughs> you can tune into me every Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern time on all platforms. On Tuesdays, we've learned a series of missing persons, missing people, and children. Also, you can tune into Jaw Talk Sports Podcast at 7 p.m. Eastern time, and usually we have that on Mondays. We uh, also have AG, which is after me, Angela Gaston, um, Sports Marketing. Um, anyone that knows an athlete, maybe I should do it on that sports podcast. Well, anyone knows an athlete that's trying to brand themselves or trying to get out or anyone with um, any sports events. I'm going to start with the small, small sports events first and um, and want to get out there and want people to come to your event. Um, just let me know. I, I charge a reasonable fee. You know, I'm not doing anything for free because my time is money. You know, I'm not walking up and down the street say time is money. Sugar snap. No, I'm just playing. That was the wrong thing to say. But anyways, guys. Uh, yeah. Hey, guys. All right. We have the station up, but it's not ready because I'm listen. I'm putting music on there and I'm trying to trying to uh, do it my way when God like what you told me you gonna do. So I have to actually have two separate stations. One from um one of them are for gospel and the other ones for, you know, slow RB and all of that. So at this, as, as, as of right now, um, we're, I just got to settle. I got to load up music and so forth and we got to get our website set up. So I am happy for that. Um, God is amazing. Um, the app will be up. I'm not, I'm not sure cause I have to actually design the app and send it to people and they got send it back if it's wrong. It's like a back and forth thing. So, um, you can download on, I, um, I will say Google Play Store and um, Apple, whatever Apple is, because I got an Apple device and I know it. But anyways, guys, let's jump into our topic. We want to talk about depression, uh, mental health, mental illness and so forth. So I'm, I'm going to definitely allow the Holy Spirit to lead on this one. Um, so I was sitting up and I was um, listening to one of the blogger ladies. Um, but uh, so one of the blogger ladies passed away and she used to help people out with depression and uh, mental health and she was dealing with with for herself so i i know of a pastor i forgot his name maybe five years ago he also was helping people with um mental health issues and so forth and he ended up dying from um you know um suicidal suicide and so forth so i get on the phone with my friend Harlan. And I call her and I'm like, Harlan, you know, I just been thinking about this all the time. And I'm, you know, what would cause someone to help other people with mental health, um, you know, suicide, thoughts, depression, whatever. What would cause them to help them and turn around in their life years later? You know, I say, is it they're just using it as a cope mechanism, as I'm saying, right? Using it as to cope with it, sweep their own issues on the rug. So when they go out, they're helping others, but not really dealing with their issue. She say, yeah, you have to be, you know, you got you got to be left for the Holy Spirit. You can't, um, you can't talk or, 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 you know, 
pour from an empty glass, a pitcher, I understand where she was coming from. She said, you yourself have to um, take care of yourself and you also have to talk to people also. She said, you can't just sweep things on the rug because after a while, you be both bonding down with their demons and their issues of life to the part that you can't take it no more. And the only way out you feel is that way out, which is not, you know, and we, we said time and time again, we know it's a disease, but it's a selfish way out, especially with people with children and wife because they look at it as if they did something wrong you understand where i'm coming from i don't care who gets mad at me and disagree with me whatsoever you still have children alive you still have kids alive and so forth they are depending on your your, your very it's you hear the helicopter guys that's the that's the weather guy because we having hell and um rain like hell storm and stuff so forth like that so i don't know what's going on I don't think I'm going to be able to edit that out, but I'm not going to edit it out. And no, I'm not in the hood, guys. <laughs> I just decided to do the podcast from the front porch of my own home. And so anyways, but yeah, so, you know, you, you when you're dealing with issues like that or any other type of issues, you have to deal with the spirits and demons that in, in, in um, house in your body. You have to get delivered. You have to get healed. You know, and I told her, I said, I would never ever pick on another person that's walking down the street talking to yourself. I said, that could have been me. I went through a situation one time for a whole six, eight months. I don't know. I didn't know if I was coming and going. You know, I would go to the hospital. The doctors wouldn't find anything. Then one lady, old lady, she's like 80 years old. She don't even look like she 80. She said, sometimes when you think it, so is he. She said, being in your mind, it calls you to react. She said, you need to breathe, you need to exercise, you need to walk, and you need to keep your mind on positive things. That lady was not lying. That was God sent from God or whatever she was, but I thank God for her. And so, I, you know, it's different stages of depression and oppression and so forth like that. And I thought I found it, but what happened to it? I think I had it on this phone right here, but I'm still going to record. I'm still recording um, no, I lost it. So anyways, so you, you, you do have different stages of, of depression. I'm, I'm looking for it right now, guys, bear with me. And, uh, depression. So, but yeah, I said I would never, ever, ever again pick on anyone. It's not that I was picking on people. I used to be like, oh, look at this guy. He's just talking to himself and she just talking to herself and so forth. But, uh, you know, that could have been any one of us. We we was in our right mind. We thank God for being in our right mind. Some of us are still fighting those um, demons. You know what I'm saying? We we can't allow them to take residency in, inside our bodies because these are our bodies. This is the house that God allowed the Holy Spirit to dwell in. Also, for those of you guys that are saved and those that aren't saved, you know, I pray that you will definitely um, get there so that you can get some help in line. I can't believe I lost my article biblically. So we're going to look at it as a biblical standpoint. We want to use the depression as biblical stuff. So anyone you guys are dealing with certain stuff. So uh, Crosswalk has ish, um, some stuff for there if you want to go and um, look at their stuff. Because you got to remember, David was in tr- trouble uh, and battled deep uh, despair. Oh, you heard that? Elijah was discouraged, weary, and afraid, and Jonah was angry and wanted to run away for life. So that adds on to what we were talking about in life. I don't know, should I keep going? Because if God, is that you? 
that's you talking. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear the thunder back there, but did I just pick the wrong time to do the podcast, God? I don't know. I mean, can you give me like 10 more minutes? You know, <laughs> give me about 10 more minutes. I don't know if you guys heard that big old thunder behind me, but I'm trying to figure out is that God? Hey, hold up, God, please. We rub certain shoulders every day with people who are desperate, hunt, um, hurting, and lonely. We may not, uh, uh, we may not even be aware of the dark road they travel. Sometimes we notice, but often we don't. Maybe we're too busy, uh, preoccupied, or overwhelm ourselves to be honest. My, many days we might be those people, and the desperate, the hunting, and the lonely, just needing someone to notice, to slow down, to take time, to care, and that is true. And through the Bible, doesn't use words depression is like that in a few translation verses is also referenced re are uh, posed by other similar words such as downcast broken-hearted trouble miserable despairing uh, mourning among others throughout the word there are a number of stories about godly influential men and women of faith who struggle and battle through dark times and hopelessness and depression many of us may find ourselves struggling there today um, but we don't have to uh, stay stuck there. There's hope. And here's um, other ways they're going to tell you how to do it. So basically, you know, we all go through issues in life, but we don't get stuck there. We don't sit there. We don't uh, dwell there longer enough. You know, you got to remember, like, uh, if you've ever been an alcoholic or, you know, a drug uh, addicted to drugs, you, you know, you sometimes you're just you you got to feed it. You got to feed the thirst. You got to feed the thirst. But sometimes you got to let that thing um, let that thing just be dehydrated and let it die down. Uh, David was troubled and battled deep uh, despair. And uh, many of the psalms he writes his anger, loneliness, fear and of the enemy, his heart cry over sin and the guilt he struggled with because of it. We also see his huge grief in the loss of his son in Samuel chapter Second uh, Samuel chapter twelve verses fifteen to twenty three and Second Samuel chapter twelve verse eighteen to thirty three. In other places, David honestly with his own weakness gives hope to us who struggle. Uh, my guilt has overwhelmed me like a burden to heaven to bear. Um, Psalms chapter 38 verse 4. And if you want to read any of this, because I'm piggyback off the crosswalk.com because I lost my notes and stuff. That's, you know, even Elijah was discouraged, weary and afraid. Um, after a great spiritual uh, victories over the prophets of Baal, this mighty man of God feared and ran for his life far away from the threats of Jezebel. And there in the desert, he sat there and prayed and defeated and warned. He ran from Jezebel. He actually thought he was the only prophet in the world fighting Jezebel. God had to tell him, no, I have prophet everywhere. I have enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. I am not better than any ancestor. First Kings 19.4. He was in despair. He was frustrated. He ran out of options. You know, Jonah was, you know, Jonah, we know about Jonah. Jonah was like, bump these people. He was running. <laughs> the shit was going crazy. Jonah says, he just blow me into the, God wants me. And, you know, Jonah went into the well for well, possibly three days and God, he had to repent. And this is what he said, Jonah chapter four, three said, now, Lord, take away my life for it is better for me to die than to live. And even after God reached out to Jonah again with great compassion, he responded, I am anger enough to die. Wow. Isn't that crazy? God just sitting up there talking to you, calling you out, chosen one. And you and you just want to give up. 
because we're running on fleshly feelings. We're not operating on the Holy Spirit. We're not operating on what God says. Sometimes we want things right away and that can cause us to be uproar, you know, not having enough money or having no money at all. Bills packed, um, past due. Your car is broken down. Your children acting up. Your, 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 your wife or your husband is out doing God knows what and it's causing you to just have a mental breakdown. You know, even Joel um, suffered through great loss and devastation. You have not read. Go read the book of Joel. Even Moses. Moses was tired of the people. They got on his nerves. God told him, what, to speak to the rock? And he struck it or something like that? He was frustrated. He was tired. I'm sure Moses was pulling his beard in his head also. You know, Jeremiah also wrestled with uh, great loneliness and feelings of defeat and insecurity. You know, even Jesus, you know, Jesus, Jesus, even Jesus himself was deeply anguished over what lay before him. God, Jesus already knew what time it was. De- what he said, uh, I knew what he said, I knew what was to come. I knew that God had called him to a journey to great suffering. He knew what must happen in order for us to live truly free. I say the Lord was willing to pay the price on behalf, but it wasn't an easy road. Isaiah prophesied that Christ would be a man of sorrows um, and much grief in Isaiah chapter 53 and 3. Um And then, you know, in the garden when Jesus prayed, and this is what I like, and I'm probably ending with this, in the garden, through the night Jesus prayed all along calling out to his father asking him from another way Jesus like look it it must be another way (laughs) I'm not laughing at that because how many times we feel like that it must be another way if only if I end my life if only I you know I'm not here no more you know who who cares my family will be alright that's the wrong mindset to have because your family won't be alright your, you may you may start a generation curse that will wipe off your whole and China generation. You never know. You got to fight this thing. We're here for you. Never take that route out. God has a bigger plan for you. When you fighting something like that, God has a bigger plan for you. You got to make a positive, important imprint on his word. And Jesus said, and he said to them, my soul is deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and keep watching. He's telling the disciples that. And he wanted to look, he wanted a little beyond them. And he fell to the ground and began to pray that if, if, um, if it was possible, and on the hour may, might pass him by. And he was saying, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me. Let not what I will, but what you will. Mark chapter 14, verse 34. And it goes on. The Lord is close to the heartbroken, the brokenhearted, and saves those who are crushing spirits. Psalms chapter 34 verse 18. Whatever situation you may be facing today, depression, we bind you up in the name of Jesus Christ. We cast you down. Oppression, we cast you down in the name of Jesus. Angry, we cast you down in the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit that's trying to come against your bloodline, against your family calls you to not not to be interacting in what God has called you to do. For you not to be completely, for you to be completely filled with the Holy Spirit and less of you. For you commit your life to Christ. In Christ alone. Could God, listen to me, Jesus died on the cross to save us already. God don't need us to save anybody else. God needs us to be, uh, go out and be a disciple. Go bring people back to him. God has called us to be healed, filled with the Holy Spirit. Whatever situation you may be dealing with, 
nothing's too hard for God. Remember, because your blessings and your prayer is maybe delayed, he did not deny you. He's waiting for a time as this. So if you got to go through it, you must go through it because God has called you, appointed you to do so. Jesus even said, not my will, but your will be done, Lord. How amazing is this? The one that gave his life for us, the one that died on the cross, was was hindering with grief and didn't want to do it. But he had to because it was already laid out. It was his purpose. It was his God-given purpose in life to go through whatever we are going through right now. Jesus already buried it on the cross. So lay it at the cross. We lay depression on the cross. We lay suicide on the cross. We lay oppression on the cross. We lay... um anger, false guilt, um, not want to wait on God, fear. We lay it out the cross and we lose and we receive the gift of joy, peace, um, you know, just God's uh, unwavering love that the peace of God despise all understanding why we're in our storms, that we will walk the faith of life, that the faith that God has called us to walk in life. Nothing's too hard for Christ. Nothing at all, God. Nothing at all, y'all. Y'all receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Repent of all your sins. And I'm not going to promise you everything will be uh, will get easier, but it will be much better. Because God is near and he sent his son on the cross to die for us. So anyone that's dealing with oppression, depression, or any type of suicide thoughts, the lines are open. People are here to help you dial 988 on your mobile phone, on your, your, your house phone, whatever. Hit those suicide hotline, guys. Talk to your apostle, your pastor. You know, if you can't talk to your parents, talk to somebody you can trust. And, you know, even if you have to go to a licensed therapist, do so. We don't want anything to help you. We want your mind to be remove of all that cloudy smoke all that hatred everything we want you to be filled with whatever god has for you amen i love you guys continue to be blessed bye